Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Do you want the World Health Organization under the United Nations to control your medical freedom, to dictate whether you can have your business open, your churches open, what kind of medication you can get, what kind of treatment you can have? That's in fact what could happen if these amendments that the Biden administration is pushing take place this week. We're going to be talking to our special guest, Michelle Bachman, former member of Congress and also dean of Regent University School of Government. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead on Faith and Freedom. Michelle, thank you for joining us on this very important subject matter. We've talked on this issue with regards to these amendments are amendments to an agreement that the Bush administration back in 2005 entered into with the United Nations, giving this a relationship between the United Nations and the WHO, some kind of legal status. So it wasn't passed by the Senate. It's not a treaty. And yet now what we have is the Biden administration proposing these serious amendments that would cede sovereignty to this United Nations World Health Organization body. In a situation like this where, for example, the WHO declared an international health emergency, globally or even particularly with regards to the United States. What about medical treatment? We go back and look at what happened in the United States during these lockdowns. And because of the CDC, these governments, the states in the United States uh, across the country, they locked down. Many of them said, like California, for churches, you couldn't have church for a year until we had to take them to the United States Supreme Court. People couldn't get prostate cancer, cancer surgery. They couldn't get... Um, some kind of surgery or treatment for heart, even heart surgery that was not considered essential, but they could get abortions. And people were locked down. Businesses went out of business. And then they said, well, we're not going to recommend, in fact, we're going to recommend against ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. Will that kind of thing be writ large globally if the WHO gets this kind of authority? Well, we know that that's the case. We don't even have to speculate that's the case because that's exactly what we've seen the Chinese communists do to their own people. Um, I just read an article yesterday, for instance, Hong Kong has been essentially taken over by the communist Chinese. Fully 90% of the people who currently live in Hong Kong, they were living under freedom. They're saying they want to leave Hong Kong. They want to get out because of what life is like under the dominating control of the communist Chinese. And let's not delude ourselves here. During this whole time with COVID, during the last two and a half years, we gave to the administration the best of intentions. We just assumed here in the United States that the government was looking out for our best interests, with our best intentions, with all the latest scientific data that they could muster. We're finding out that wasn't true. That's patently false. They weren't looking out for our best health interests, just like the communist Chinese are not looking out for the best health interests of their people. When you lock your people in their own apartments and homes from April 5th till mid-May, that has nothing to do with health. That has everything to do with control. 
And so the control was the watchword for the Communist Chinese Party. Control is the watchword for the United States government during the last two and a half years of authoritarianism. And if you noticed, there's been absolutely no reckoning, zero reckoning of the deprivations that Americans had to go through for two and a half years. There's no hearings on the impact and injuries to children for having to be shut down from schools and having masks and now being forced, little children being forced to have to take vaccines. Again, our U.S. Congress didn't vote on any of these authoritarian actions, not one. And there has been no reckoning. I believe what we've experienced in the last two and a half years is just a taste of the tyranny that will occur if these amendments are passed. Holly, you are so right. That's exactly what it is. So now we have proof positive on a sheet of paper from the Biden administration what their viewpoint is about policy and their viewpoint, according to the amendments to the international health rules of the World Health Assembly. They're the governing body over the UN's healthcare arm, which is the World Health Organization. Their view is that America and all the countries of the world, there's 194 member nations, that covers 99.4% of all people in the world. So that means all of the healthcare officers in the 194 nations would give their sovereign decision-making over their country's healthcare decisions to the director general of the World Health Organization. Who is part of the Communist Chinese Party. And Bill Gates was just on television Uh, this last week saying that Americans that are 50 and 60 years of age need to get a vaccine booster at least once every six months. So he's making pronouncements every day. He was on about six weeks ago saying Americans need to give up eating meat and we need to eat synthetic meat. He said 100% of Americans need to give it up and we'll get used to the taste. It's literally synthetic. That's why he is now the largest farm owner, landowner in the United States. He's buying up all these places. But look at the platform he's been given. He's a computer person. Well, he's got, you know, he makes money off of these pharmaceuticals and off of this issue right here. And he is a eugenicist. So he wants population control on a global scale. It's obscene. That's right. He is he is one person with one vote. But he has outsized influence because of all the money he has. He is the largest private funder to the World Health Organization. When Donald Trump pulled the United States out of the World Health Organization because he saw how nefarious they were, Bill Gates jumped in and said, I'll increase my contribution to the World Health Organization up to $215 million to replace what the United States government was pulling out of the World Health Organization. Unbelievable. So he, he is a globalist. He is he is what you call a globalist. He has a perspective. He's fine with global government. And what you see from these amendments that the Biden administration is offering to transfer U.S. sovereignty to the U.N. over health care decisions, that's a globalist mindset. Because in effect, what these amendments do, it creates a platform at the UN for global governance. The UN has always lusted over that. They've never had it. Most of our presidents had the brains not to give that level of authority to the UN. But these amendments do. 
That's why this is so earth shattering, because these amendments take U.S. sovereignty and hand it to the director general of the World Health Organization. And then we're supposed to have faith and trust that they're going to look out for the best interests of America. If Chinese communists didn't look out for the best interests of their own people, they are not going to look out for preserving my constitutional liberties that I'm used to here in the United States. That's why this is so stunning, so impactful, and one of the most profoundly powerful things that the Biden administration has done yet. Well, there's a report published by the United Nations in May 2021 called COVID-19, Make It the Last Pandemic, stating that had the WHO had governing authority globally, then we would have been far past the so-called COVID pandemic. They said, however, the WHO doesn't have the kind of authority that it needs. And this report that they published just a year ago said that the WHO needs, therefore, to be empowered financially and politically. They go on to say that this agreement or treaty, as they're referring to it in this document, should be an adaptable incentive regime, including sanctions such as public reprimands, economic sanctions, or denial of benefits. So they definitely want global enforcement authority that would also punish and have the ability to punish individuals as well as nations that do not comply with every one of their dictates. The consequences are absolutely frightening. Uh, Michelle, in the last few moments that we have, obviously this is not a treaty, so it doesn't have to be affirmed or ratified by the Senate. What can people do? People, people should and must get the information that's on the Liberty website and then contact your U.S. senator, contact your House member, contact the governor of your state, because your state will be impacted by this, and the attorney general of your state and tell them we do not want the United States to give our authority to the United Nations on emergency health care decisions because health care can be defined as anything according to these troll governments. Our guest is uh, Michelle Bachman, former member of Congress and dean of Regent University School of Government. You can go to lc.org forward slash who, lc.org forward slash who for all this information, and make sure you contact both senators and representatives of the United States Congress, lc.org forward slash WHO, that's WHO. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. Call us at 407-875-1776. The website again, lc.org.